Hello and welcome to Secrets of Organ Playing podcast. We are your hosts, Vidas Pinkavichus and Oshamut Zeta Pinkavichin. We've been mastering secrets of organ playing for more than 20 years and sharing them on this blog since 2011. On this show, which we create from our home in Vilnius, Lithuania, we strive to help you grow in every area of organ playing, including practice, technique, repertoire, sight reading, hymn playing, improvisation, composition, music theory, harmony, and many others. Our hope is to help you become a complete musician, or what we call as total organist, a program which we have created to help you reach your dreams faster than you would do on your own. If you are new here, we invite you to subscribe to receive free updates of this blog at organduo.lt. By subscribing, you will also receive free video on how to master any organ composition and 10-day organ playing mini course. And now let's go to the podcast for today. Hi guys, this is Vidas. And Usha. Let's start episode 326 of Secrets of Organ Playing podcast. This question was sent by Tomas. And uh, he wrote, My dream in organ playing is to play impressive songs with lots of stops. I will like to... I would like to change them, the stops, during the song playing. So, that's that's probably a very big sound when when lots of stops will be playing, don't you think, Osha? It, it seems like Thomas likes Tutti. Yes. What about you? Do you like Tutti? Mm, sometimes. Not all the time. Not always, yes. Would you wish if our organ had lots of stops and I would play with all of them at home? Oh no, it would. No, that sound would kill us both. I'm glad we have only two stops. That's plenty in a room. Piano and pianissimo. Yes. Good. So, Tomas, I don't know if, if it's a problem for him or just a dream, right? What's your opinion, Osha? Uh, what's stopping him from uh, playing impressive songs with lots of stops, in his words? Well, you know, because he talks about songs, so I imagine he's talking about secular music, yes? Mm-hmm. And uh, since most of the organs are located in churches, this might be a problem. Not every church would allow you to play, you know, secular songs with a tutti registration. I am not sure if it's uh, secular things he's referring to, because sometimes people come to the organ from from different world, you know, and uh, we live in a world with pop music influences all the time, radio, internet, YouTube, uh, t- even TV, and uh, what you hear there, of course, are songs, most of the time. Do you think we would work well on the organ? But uh, 
but maybe he doesn't mean songs per se, but just music. Maybe it could be compositions for for organ solo, but he doesn't know how to refer to them because all he knows is songs, you know. But it seems that he needs a little bit of music history mm-hmm. and music theory. Right, this foundation education. Sure. Yes. Uh, yes. What's the best way to start? What's step number one in this? To pick up a book and to read about organ history or music history in general? Well, you know, in order to suggest something, I would need to know more about, you know, him in order to suggest something, something useful. I don't get enough information from a letter like this. Me too. <laughs> it's it's hard to guess what's on his mind and what's his background. Yes, and as he says, he would like to change uh, the stops during you no know, song playing. So he talks about you know registration changes. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe after hearing our answer, he could write us back and uh, explain a little bit more about himself. Sure. Do you think it's the biggest challenge, you know, to change stops during playing? If you are such a virtuoso that you could play anything you'd like, right? And the only thing that is left for you to learn is changing registration, then yes. But it seems to me that it's a... It's so many more things that he's not even aware of, right? I know, because stop changes are, you know, the least to worry about, mm-hmm. I would say. When you start playing the organ, you have an, a preliminary idea, probably, right? Uh, why have you started? What interests you? Maybe spe- specific period of music, maybe specific country, maybe specific genre. It could be toccatas, right? Uh, and when you start playing them, you sort of um, suddenly discover there is a completely unknown world to you that little by little starts to reveal itself. Have you ever played computer games, Osha? Yes, <laughs> yeah, actually. Once. What kind of game it was? It was that the Lord of the Rings. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have never finished it. Neither have I, of course. Maybe we should finish it. I don't think we are, you know, (laughs) gifted enough to play computer games. Right. There is an entire subculture of gamers on the internet who are playing and making videos and making blog posts about that and sharing it's it's so fascinating but uh, the reason i'm mentioning computer games is i once also played a game where you have to conquer certain enemy territory you know like in medieval times you have to you have to fight battles with orcs and and 
dragons and snakes and wizards and you have special skills, special armor and special weapons. You have only limited amount of, of lives, of course. <laughs> and the more treasures and points and um, uh, probably tasks you do correctly on that game you the more the more resources you can get you know to prolong your life and become more powerful but the reason i'm mentioning this osha is that it's similar to an organ world too when a person comes to the organ he knows nothing right so when you start this game i'm talking about it's called Heroes, actually. Remember, your brother used to play it <laughs> yes. during nights. I remember that. <laughs> and when we asked him why he's doing that, he told, because he's a surgeon. Uh-huh. So he told, if I can you know, do surgery sometimes through the night, so why I cannot play you know, a computer game uh-huh. too? So. That was a long time ago. Yes, I'm glad he stopped you know, in time. <laughs> Not get addicted to it. Uh, right. So when you start playing this game, everything uh, on the map is dark. You have a map uh, on the co- in the corner of, of, of that screen of your territory. It's dark when you start. But once you move a mouse and you travel a little bit, it becomes green. You know, this territory is yours. Maybe you... you encounter an enemy, you defeat that enemy, maybe more territory becomes yours and more discoveries await you, sort of, and more places in that foreign land become green. It reminds me of of an organ world too, you know, the more you play, the more you are curious about it, the more you look it up, the more you read, the more you listen to actually, also you discover new things and become immersed like in any familiar art what's your thoughts about that also yes i think you are really very right i don't know if i like your comparison so much but but it it might work for some you you (laughs) don't you don't think our listeners are gamers i think not some of them might might be, you know. Well, you never know. Maybe, uh, maybe one or two will write about that uh, after this conversation. Well, you know, if you play a lot of you know computer games, you don't have time to practice organ. That's why I stopped playing this Lord of the Rings games because uh, it's really addictive. But but as you say, it doesn't lead anywhere. Of course, nowadays there is um, some financial uh, aspect to it too. You could uh, play in competitions and contests and defeat more enemies, uh, virtual enemies, and even earn some money. I would rather, you know, earn my money in other ways. Such as? Teaching music theory, (laughs) harmony, solfege, playing organ, no, teaching organ. Is that it? Or are there any other ways you would like to earn money? Well, I I earn a little bit by drawing comics. Drawing comics. Me too. Nice. So times are changing uh, and Thomas needs to immerse himself more into organ world, I think. True. Starting from from the foundations, from the basics. 
but if he is, you know, buys a book or picks up the book about organ history from the library, it might become really too complex for him at first. Could be. And, you know, my suggestion would be if he takes any song and starts to play it, to learn to play it, I wouldn't suggest him to play loud at the beginning. Mm-hmm. You need really to learn the music first and then you know, to, to play it loudly. Right. Remember... Remember, we had uh, this student at UNL who only played loudly. Yes, we already talked about it, I think, uh, some while ago. Mm -hmm. And he wanted to play these, you know, massive pieces and play loud and fast. But I think finally he he gave gave up up Mm -hmm. organ. Because, you know, our professors were too, too, you know, too... I think too good for him mm-hmm. because we did not allow him to play. Well, let's see. Just somehow mm-hmm. we wanted him to play well and you know to work on those details in the piece and you know learn about structure and you know to play it mm-hmm. step by step. Yes, and with knowledge, <laughs> not just you know somehow. Loud and fast. Um, and I don't think he could take it. If you had such a student, uh, how would you teach him? So that he wouldn't quit? Well... Of course, <laughs> you had an example of George Ritchie and Quentin Faulkner, right? This was excellent example. But after that example, he quit. Well, I don't know. Maybe, <laughs> maybe you know, if somebody cannot comprehend what is really beneficial for him or her, maybe it's, you know, better to stop playing organ. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, to find another professional to teach you if you don't trust, you know. Because I think, you know, when you teach somebody, you have to be confident mm-hmm. with each other. You need to trust each other. If if no, if there is n- not that confidence be- between you and your pupil and no trust, mm. I don't think it's leading anywhere. It's a waste of time. True. A waste of time of the student, waste of time of the teacher too. And um, uh, as you say, maybe that person could find the person that he trusts. Sure, because otherwise I just don't don't see how it would you know work out. Mm-hmm. Maybe there are people who would teach such a person to play loud and fast, starting from Roipke or Vidor's symphony. I highly uh, doubt it. Right from the start. <laughs> I highly Not doubt maybe. it. Maybe. Maybe for really good money, you know. Well, <laughs> I didn't think you can buy anything with money. Don't you think so? You could, you could buy cake. We just had the cake, Osha. Remember? Well, but that's just a cake. <laughs> okay, guys. Uh, I think I'll have some more cake after this conversation, won't you, Osha? Probably not. All right. And please remember, keep sending us your questions. We love helping you grow. And remember, when you practice... Miracles happen. This blog is supported by Total Organist, 
the most comprehensive organ training program online where you will find courses for every area of organ playing, including technique, practice, sight reading, repertoire playing, hymn playing, improvisation, composition, music theory and harmony, with hundreds of scores and thousands of exercises. Here is what some of the students are saying. Hugh writes, the sight reading course has helped me tremendously. Thank you very much for SS courses and all your help. Robert writes, I found the fingerings, registration ideas and general comments to be excellent. John writes, I have found your download very helpful. It was really excellent. I have watched some of your teaching videos and when I read your instructions. I try to imagine you are there teaching me. You may feel disappointed that I am two three days behind, but I am a slow learner and I have committed to taking the time to get it right as you say. But the other night my wife commented that she had never heard me play such a detailed melody in the left hand so well. My left hand is generally poor. Robert writes, It has been a great pleasure in my life of having discovered your courses and material as well as the YouTube work of recordings. You have a calm and pleasant way of teaching. Ron writes, Hi Vides and Osha, thank you guys. What a wonderful response to my email note to you. You've got me right, and I feel you understand my level of playing. Yes, at home and lucky that I have an organ for that reason. I am paying attention to this, and I am going to try this haha no longer secret model. Yes, and I love Caesar Frank too. What is very nice about your blog podcast is that Osha and Vidas are like a Socratic dialogue, and by bouncing things off of each other, so much more information comes out and is expressed. Your comments contain a wealth of information and understanding. I really appreciate this. It is very inspiring and will keep us moving forward. Would you like to receive the same or even better results that our students are getting? If so, join them at organduo.lt slash total-organist. And of course, you will get the first month free too. You can cancel anytime. Also, if you haven't yet subscribed to receive free updates of this blog, make sure you do that at organduo.lt. By subscribing, you will also receive free video, how to master any organ composition and... 10-day organ playing mini-course. This was Vidas and Osha from Secrets of Organ Playing. And remember, when you practice, miracles happen.